When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome to the bonus edition of Talking Real Money. An extra half hour thanks to the Husky pregame show starting at the half hour on Como Added Radio. time, injury time added as we call time. it. Is it really all in? It, it's not Tom, just injury, again, it's added time. Once again, yeah, yeah, Tom is talking about the game of football everywhere but in America. UT instead of OO. What? UT? Football instead of football. Oh, oh football. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't, you know, because you're doing all the G's and the OT's and the T's. Oh, that's true. The, we won't get into that, though. Yeah. I'm not supposed um, to. Oh, my gosh. I see Mark Christopher in the background. Mark Christopher's here. So things are looking good. Things are looking up. It's good uh-huh. that he showed up for work. We're very happy for that. So well done, sir. He must be doing football coverage. Or he yeah, he's got yeah. Yeah, he's like the A team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 I want to give the phone number. Yes, please Call do. Call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're making Taylor stay extra time, too, yeah, to uh, take your calls. Very Give excited. you a free copy of my book, Financial Physics. But remember, you only have a half an hour to call. Well, actually, now, like 22 minutes or something. We had so questions. A lot of, di- I mean, we've had questions about giving money away, how to do that, retiring next year. What to do with several hundred thousand? Father passed away. What about a house? We had the guy wanted to put the money into, or did put money into a real estate investment that's paying eight and a half, right? I I always thought people knew how to give money away, though. I I thought that was the one thing we had down, was how to give it away. Yeah, that's true. And then we had another guy call, wanted to know about giving away appreciated stock. So all those questions, everything you wanted to know right there, and one of the things you always want to know about is how to invest your retirement savings in your retirement plan at work right a lot of people ask about that as a matter of fact i there were some people over at the house this morning and uh, their son was asking about what she should do with his 401k at work and i get a lot of those questions and they were all invested at fidelity so that was pretty good at 38 percent i find this so basically 40 percent of companies with five thousand or more employees right big companies Mm -hmm. offer company stock as a as an investment in the plan Right, they right. offer it as an inv- as an option. Yeah, one that we don't believe you should. I take. don't think so because listen to this: ten percent on average of those publicly held companies, ten percent of the money there is held in company stock. Ten percent. Ten percent. I mean, and locally, they so they went through some of the big companies that are, Packar. Half of the money in the Packar four hundred one k is in Packar stock. Costco, it's thirty-eight percent. Here's well, the thing: Costco is a fine company, and Packard yeah, is a fine company. They're, they're fine big companies. truck people. You know, you. you, you what could go wrong? It's highly risky. Yeah. I mean, but if, if so, you here's another GM way to look employee, at it. What happened to your well, stock? Yeah, we'll mention that in just a moment. But if your company runs into problems, you lose your job and your retirement money, right? I mean, that's what happened to Washington Mutual. That's what happened at Enron. 
etc. That is actually a great point. You have to remember that you have an investment already yeah. in your company just by having a job there. You have a huge investment. Your future is tied to that company, and if something happens, you're in trouble. Now, what happens if your retirement plan's invested with them too? General Electric, 2016, 2016, right? The S and P 5 is up 100, was up about 25 percent. General Electric lost 60 percent. 60 percent. Yeah. That's how little attention yeah. I pay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scana. I don't know the company, but th- that also lost 50 percent in one year. S-C-A-N-A. So, I mean, individual stocks, honestly, in my heart of heart, it's no one should- in, company. Yeah, no one should invest in individual stocks unless you have a whole lot of money and you're just going to try a little- I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Don's waving his hand saying, no, don't do it at all. Well, um, okay. Because some whole people do it as sports. Let's define that. Let's define Okay, whole lot. 10 million How? plus. Really? See, I think that's low. All right, Ben, you take 100,000, you want to put it in your- your okay. play thing. Okay, 100000 and make it play it's money. It's play money. All I right. mean, it's not okay. if it's the last 100000 by the way, but, and there have been people that had $10 million and lost it. That, that's I, happened. I mean, you know, look so. at look at, uh, look at at Jeff Bezos. He has a lot of money in Amazon, and, and you know, in days, he lost billions of dollars yeah. when the stock fell. It's just... And when his yeah. marital situation changed, he lost billions too. But well, th- the- that happens. That happens to everyone whose marital situation <laughs> changes who has Let's any money. Not go there. the The reality is, no, you should not own your company stock in your four hundred one k. And and I don't understand why. I get it. I think people feel a sense of loyalty somehow, or they. Oh, they, absolutely. Oh, I'm I'm heavily invested in X Y Z corporation. They yeah, also believe that they know. And this was the case yeah, at Enron. There were a true. lot of conversations with the employees, and they said, we knew our company. We thought we really knew yeah. it. But it turns out even the higher-level executives had no idea that they were teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. 855-935-TALK is our number. Get a book, and uh, and you'll, you'll uh, enjoy it. <laughs> 855-935-TALK is our number. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Wow. Coming down to the wire here. Yeah. Time to squeeze them in. And you don't know how much you're going to hear from us in the weeks ahead because... Well, you know you'll hear from us next week. That's true, but after that, it's who knows. It's up to the NCAA and the television network. Guard decides he just flips a coin if he wants to do the game earlier or later, so it's up to him. So, Oh, it's all up to him. Yeah, that's right. It's a guard decision. Depends on what kind of mood he is, what time of day that, he wants to uh, get up. I thought know. that he and and Mark just arm wrestled. Oh, over. yeah. Well, I'll I'll live for that. I'll I'll, I'll even uh, I'll even call it right here live on the air if you want that. So no, okay. <laughs> Another sporting event. You know, far right. more far more exciting than that football thing you I watch. Know, I know. You're never going to leave me alone. Tomorrow <laughs> is never. the climactic what? day in the major league soccer season. All the games you start at the same obsessed. time. All the games start at the same time. Boom. They do? Yeah. How are you going to watch them all That's at once? That's going to be the trick, right? You know, how many televisions can you pile right next? No, I'm not going to do that. So there's really only can, one game I'll care some... about. Okay, there's no place be... you can go and watch. You're going to watch Probably. the Sounders. Yeah, I'm going to watch the Sounders. Yeah. So. I knew that. Yeah, you're a smart that. guy. 
855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Oh, I, I, even though she doesn't listen, I want to uh, tell my daughter happy birthday. Oh. She's a whole quarter of a century old oh, today. Oh, my goodness. She really? Is she? Yeah. Wow. Quarter of a century. And that's my baby. I know. Holy I know. cow, I'm old. I, I think you can safely say that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm here to All support. All right. So, um, what? I'm here to support I'm sorry, you. Sorry, I missed that. I know. Oh, what a guy. You're always there for me. <laughs> One way or the other, my friend. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what have we learned? Oh, don't don't put stock in your retirement plan at work. Don't put don't, don't buy, buy individual, individual stock. stocks at all. I mean, you really don't. The only reason you buy them is to make more than the market, right? You're not going to make more than the market. Well, you might, but you did it only because you got lucky. Yeah. But this is something, the reason I wanted to bring that up again is because this goes against almost everything Wall Street has preached since its inception under a tree in New York, is this concept of, of investing in individual stocks. And I think that word now needs to be, it may have worked a hundred years ago to say you were investing in stocks because there weren't any choices other than putting your money in individual stocks. But now that you can invest in the economy as opposed to individual stocks, stocks look more and more. It's part of that evolution I was talking about an hour or so ago when I've gone from, you know, suggesting actively managed funds to people to suggesting only passive and index funds. There's an evolution in everything, and there should be an evolution in investing. And we need to start thinking about it in a, in a long-term manner and as a diversified investing in the economy where stocks are speculating these days. And most people are astounded when you tell them you could own one mutual fund and that holds almost 9,000 stocks in it. And you can get it for, what did you say? It was like... 10, uh, ten, ten basis points. I think Point it's more than one. that. I think that was the bond no. fund. No, anyway, no, no, no. There's no, only no, 10 no, basis. That might be the ETF. The bond fund, no. The, actually, I'm going to look it up. I think you should because that's. I've been telling people no. like 30 basis points. No, 10 basis points. And a basis like 0.3 percent. So, be, but the point of the matter is, you can own all those securities prove you in wrong. one I'm place. So uh, expense ratio 0 0.10 percent wow. on the fund, one. not on the on ETF. the fund oh. on VT Wax. That's incredible. 10 basis know. points. One-tenth Ten of one percent. What is, the, what is the expense ratio on the Vanguard Total Bond Index Fund? I, so it's got to be like six basis points or something. Point zero five. Five. okay. So five. I mean, that's so between those two. I mean, that's ridiculous. You own all that diversification. It's incredible. It's like 16,000 yeah. bonds and 8,000 stocks. But the funny thing is, is that should if you invested in the funds that we use, like uh, DFA funds. Dimensional, yeah. You can actually create a no-load indexed type portfolio, passive portfolio, with about twelve thousand. Yeah, it's about twelve five. Yeah. Yeah. Added about thirty-five basis points. It's more because you own some asset classes that are more expensive. Well, you're going to own more China, yeah. and you're going to yeah. own more India. Oh man, we own... haven't even talked about that. That they're upping their how much they own in China. I don't know. It's it's a bit in the weeds, but it. I didn't, I didn't like reading. I didn't like reading it. And so. and and that's only that's the thing about the portfolios that we suggest these really well diversified portfolios is 
when you split it up among 12,000, your money, when you split it among 12,500 stocks, and the bulk of it still remains in those biggest companies, yep. the, uh, the giant Microsoft, and Amazon, et cetera. Yep. You, you own these other assets, but you don't own them in a way or in a percentage that is going to be harmful. If China falls a lot, even with DFA upping the amount they're putting into China, yeah. it's still the last time I looked at what their China percentage was in a, Small. In a total oh, diversified yeah, sure. port, it was like... It was like three-tenths of a percent Oh, yeah, no, the number is very small. Yeah, it's very small. So it's not like you're taking crazy risk by investing in China or India, these emerging markets or these micro-cap stocks. You just have them in your portfolio because, remember, Alphabet was once a micro-cap stock. Yeah. Well, Apple was once a micro-cap stock. And the United States of America was once an emerging market. And not that long ago. No, like 150 years ago. Three... Yeah, yeah, four generations. Yeah, I mean, four or five generations you, ago, you invested in the bonds. You kind of hoped you got paid back. You invested in things like railroad stocks. Yeah, that well, that's works about out. all there was. There, there were much. railroad yeah. stocks, canal stocks. That's right, canals. Yeah, oil. There were some oil stocks in the 1800s. Not very many. Um, not much. And, the, and and by the way, if you were a foreign investor buying U.S. bonds. You had to make sure you, in the Good 1860s, luck. you had to make sure you picked the right country. You had to pick the right point. United States. Yeah, that's right. If you Before got you the, the southern South. part, yeah. well, you know, you lost everything. That's not pretty. Yeah, so the, for people that poo-poo emerging markets as a place to invest in stocks, I say right. you're missing out on what could be the future. Could be. Not necessarily. Right. We don't know it be. for a fact. Yeah, and, and of course, be. we all like to think that we are the, we are the Roman Empire forever. Nah. And that we're going to be, you know, Pax nah, I, Britannica. I still think if you want to do say that, then go back to 1990 in Japan, right? It was all about their management systems, all about them buying everything up. The Nikkei was trading at what, like 28,000? Where is it at today? It's below where it was in 1990, 90, 30 years. I, I love that you make that point because, because it is. Even with that, even with the Nikkei not moving at all, what saved you was having global diversification well, that, because a globally diversified equity portfolio over oh, since yeah. the 70s has made about 10% per year. Yeah, and but the, th the reason I raise it is because people here in this country have about nine out of every $10 invested in the United US. States. And in Japan, it's about nine out of $10 invested in Japan. Japan. And that's been a huge mistake for 30 years. I a was long in New Zealand, time. and and the only stocks they're quoting on the sides of the building are <laughs> yeah. like the 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 New Zealand stocks. I'm going. You have like 12. The lambs are still screaming. So I mean, the the point is. No, they're silent. They're si the, <laughs> the silent. The silence. Oh, okay. You couldn't you couldn't hear the silence of the lambs. Anyway, yes, silent. you should be globally diversified. It's the best. The the academics will show you. That's what I would say. And our, our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And uh, we'd uh, love to hear from you. You can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, too. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
And remember our number anytime, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Give us a call on the show. We'll be here next week, too, doing it live from noon until 2.30 Pacific time. But we've also got the podcasts that uh, on which I answer questions. And Tom, I want to go back. We, we were talking about how people in the United States have about 90% of their money in U.S. stocks. That turned out to be a really bad idea and a really detrimental portfolio for one extremely long period that everybody seems to forget. And that was from January 2000 until December 31st, 2009, or the beginning of 2010. If you had invested just not in one stock or 10 stocks, but 500 stocks, the 500 biggest companies in the United States, your average annual return, your total return over that period would have been a loss of about 10%. In other words, you lost about 1% per year on average. Yet, if you had a portfolio like we talk about, where it's half U.S., half international, with some small companies and along with the large and some more a little more value along with the growth and a little more, you know, some emerging markets and the like in there. If you had that portfolio over that exact same 10-year period, this is why international investing is so important, you would have made 94% over that period instead of a loss of 10%. That's an, a difference in return of almost 8% per year because this portfolio returned about 7% per year as opposed to a 1% per year loss. Now, that doesn't always follow. In the last 10 years, the U.S. has dramatically outperformed international investments. That's part of the process. Did you know, and I guarantee you didn't, don't claim you did. Did you know that the stock market would pretty much, the U.S. stock market, the S&P 500, would pretty much be down for 10 full years? Who would have guessed that? Particularly when along the way you had nice little blips up. But when you have a terrible period at the beginning of a 10-year period, followed by another terrible period, you lose money. And I I am confident, just knowing what I know about from talking to all of you, that very few people, almost no one, had half their money overseas coming out of the big bull market of the 90s. Very few people did. And yet, had they done so, they would have saved themselves a lot of grief. The other thing that... This is the thing that people forget about diversification. The other thing that diversification provides to your portfolio is a dampening of the volatility. Now, dampening works both ways. That's why I said you would have lost less in the early 2000s if you had that diversification, but you would have made less from 2010 to 2019. But overall, when you draw a line through all those peaks and valleys over that 20-year period, you had a much more stable squiggly line. 
And bear in mind, you still, investing from January 1st, 2000 through the end of September 2019, we're almost at 10 years. We're three months shy of a second 10-year period. You remember in the first 10 years, your average annual return, positive return, would have been about 7% per year from 2000 to 2010. Well, from 2000 to 2019, the returns didn't change much. You earned just over 7%, almost 7.7% over that period. So think about that. That's low. I mean, for an all-equity portfolio, those are pretty smooth average annual returns. Yeah, there were some peaks and valleys in there, but it's a pretty smooth number. And then if you add bonds into that, you go like 40% bonds, that volatility is even lower. Your return goes down a little bit to about 6%, but not bad. Thanks for being there. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, talkingrealmoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?